0: The kettle on. This is Tanya's Ultra Coffee Time Talk, and as you can hear, the kettle is boiling away nicely. So I hope you're doing the same at home. But I hope you've got better coffee than I have because mine is crappy old. Let me see what it is. It is crappy old Kenko. You might have a machine at home, and if so, I hope your coffee will be better than mine something's happening outside now today oh oh
1: god what are you doing we've
0: got Jamie my usual visitor um, I'm sure you're not bored of him by oh, now
1: always doing uh,
0: and he has suggested the painting for today a very interesting painting in the where is it Jamie uh,
1: the Grand National in the Grand no, National Ga- in As- No, the National Gallery As- <laughs>
0: The National Gallery,
1: I think we've decided on oh, that. There's no horses that. in it. Is there a horse in it? No, there's no horses in it.
0: No, there's a skull in it.
1: There's a skull in it.
0: And a, there is an anamorphic skull. Now, that's a bit of a posh word for Jamie.
1: Anamorphic. See if you can get is what that, that means. to do with ghosts?
0: Uh, no.
1: Like a pot of ghosts?
0: Morphic means shape. Morphous. Oh,
1: so, anamorphic. Is it a girl It's a funny shape?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it could be the skull of a girl. It's a, oh, it's a skull painting. Yeah. The one on the staircase. Correct. Ah, uh, the one that looks like a skull at a certain angle.
0: Yes, that's and right, that's Jamie. You're Anna not as uneducated as I thought you is were. That Anna who? Anna? <laughs> Anna what? <laughs> that is by Hans Anna holbein. Frank, Frank Anne. <laughs> Anna Anastasia. <laughs> I, think, I think Jamie needs to be whacked over the head with a heavy object. Anamorphic. Anamorphic skull. Yeah. And the painting is oil on, can, on like a panel, on wooden panel, by Hans Holbein, the younger, who was a German artist who came to work for Henry VIII, no less, in the 16th century.
1: With the cut piece, going back to the last episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and
0: as you may realise, there were no decent British artists at the time. So poor old Henry had to get someone from Germany. But that was all right. Bloody
1: Nazis! <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that was all right because he was Protestant and he wanted the like, oh, okay. country to become they Protestant. They weren't invading us then. <laughs> I don't think so. I think sure. that was the French. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to this amazing painting which shows two French gentlemen of high status.
1: But one of them looks a bit like Henry VIII.
0: It does. Now that's very a Tudor. Very good point. Very and tudory. as we know, Holbein did several portraits of Henry VIII commissions. Doing Some the of them to
1: get more, do you think?
0: Yeah. Now we yeah, think that one of the the ambassador in this painting which is entitled The Ambassadors is reminiscent of Henry VIII to the extent that he is trying to uh, use Henry VIII's image to impress
1: mm-hmm. and, and now that is the
0: ambassador from France who's visiting England you see
1: our big cop piece
0: <laughs> oh if only we had a copy of a picture oh we've got one in but my friend Andy stole the book oh no we haven't got one here. i don't think so oh uh, I'll, I'll have a look can you good, have a look at sound on... effect here <laughs> That's a book. (laughs) Do you know what a book is? (laughs) Can you look it up on your smartphone? Anyway, while Jamie's trying to find an illustration, we will continue. Jamie's asking about the codpiece, which does relate to our previous episode, David's Penis. If you want to listen to that one, it's still available. Um,
1: Who's David again?
0: uh, David is the patron, um, not saint, but hero of Florence.
1: With a big bull.
0: No, the small balls and the small penis.
1: Uh, And he was intelligent?
0: He was very intelligent. He used his intellect to fire the shot at Goliath. He's a shepherd, though, you see. This is the interesting dilemma, or should I say contradiction, is that he's a shepherd, which is, you know, a shepherd's not educated or intellectual, but good old David broke the mould.
1: Well, if Jesus was born somewhere else, he would have been a shepherd, not a carpenter. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's correct. Now, if we may return to the ambassadors... (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: uh, we haven't managed to find out the size of the cob piece, but that isn't the most relevant part of the painting. Now what is
1: relevant about this painting? Well they've got a distortion of perspective. It's quite one of the earliest examples of taking a perspective from a different angle. See it was meant to be a top of a staircase. So you go on the top of the staircase oh, right. and at a certain angle it looked like a skull. Yeah. Look at the front on, looks like a smudge.
0: That is so true. I didn't realise it was meant to be at the top of a staircase, so they've got it in the right position at the National. So it looks
1: like a skull. Yeah.
0: So why has the artist made a double portrait? And in between the two full figures in the portrait, there's a still life on a table. If you notice, with two shelves. Yes. The lower shelf represents the, the earthly world and all the terrestrial implements used to measure that it's earthly a skull world. Hell, is it? Uh, can you stop interrupting, please? Sorry. And the top level represents all the instruments to measure the heavens right as right. above so below that's the general idea so why the skull
1: well the skull was because it was actually related to nostradamus and it was prediction of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <my> but... <laughs> to
0: that's the... a good <laughs> <laughs> that's as good as any i suppose but it's go... not
1: true, it's not true. <laughs>
0: Let's let's take a look for a minute at the the Dutch still lives that came later in the seventeenth oh, century. I know
1: Little puppies at feet, showing what? loyalty. Puppies at feet, loyalty.
0: Yeah, but the That's still lives time. with all the um, beautiful gold goblets, the platters, the blue and white ceramics, oh, the I cheeses, the education. fruits, all that. No? no, the jewels. No, and the skull.
1: A skull there was yes. often a skull no you're right i yep. do recall that
0: and that skull is there for a reason it's not just like the artist just thinking oh what shall i put in this space i'll put a skull in there Down like the what Death. you do with your <laughs> like you do with Spanish your flu, that
1: one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no the skull was um called cool. this is a posh word jamie see if you can remember it
1: in <laughs> <In-pneumatic>. pneumatic pneumatic <laughs> extended <laughs> extendedology <laughs> I don't know. What was the word? What was the word? The
0: word is memento mori.
1: Memento mori. <laughs> right, you
0: can guess what that means. Moment of death. Mum would know.
1: Moment Come on, Mum. The moment of death.
0: Not the moment, but mori is death. Yeah. Did you do not do the Latin memory. at your boarding school? I did
1: Latin for about yeah. a season, but he had a big, big stick that he got off his stool and he used to batter us, so we didn't listen very much. <laughs> we had like. Things on her head to stop her hurting us. It's good boarding school. It's very good boarding school. Never did me any harm. He said, scratching his ear.
0: <laughs> anyway, Mum's nearly right. Maury is. I sound so um, well educated now, don't I? Yes.
1: I lost my accent.
0: But I have got an MA and an NOYB. have got that as well. Now, mental. Now your business. Remembrance of death. Hmm. Remembering death. Don't forget that you're going to die. Well, it's a bit bloody
1: Buddhist, isn't it? (laughs) It is
0: Buddhist, yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Did they wear orange?
0: Can you just... (laughs) Whoa, Dutch, orange. Yeah, the orange Dutch,
1: orange. We found a link. (laughs) Hindus.
0: (laughs) No, basically. Hey, uh,
1: Protestants and <laughs>
0: Don't listen to him. Listen to me. No, but ours, Don't. Right. Just cut him out. And um, I need a, I need an off button for him. Yeah. So no. So oh, oh, we've got all this. That's what the Dutch, the very rich merchants, tradespeople are saying. I can afford all this gold, silver, all this posh ceramics from Portugal, and all these wonderful cheeses and breads, etc. But I know, as well as you know, that it's all going to come to nothing in the end. It's all going to disappear. And have you noticed in 17th century still lives, there's often flowers and they're often just on the point of dying. And there's often like a little butterfly to show the shortness of life or a fly. Yeah, so this is Wasn't a memento. That to
1: the collapse of the tulip bubble, the economic system where they bid loads of money on tulips and the whole economy collapsed.
0: It's related to that, yeah, well, because well, it's a time that. when economic, the economy and money is becoming the center of everything rather than the church.
1: So they had the first bubble, didn't
0: they? Yeah, the tulip bubble of yeah. the. Um, burst in 16 something or other but going back to Holbein is an early example of a reminder of death now what is interesting is the fact that it's distorted and what is that word Jamie
1: Uh, grand national (laughs) (laughs) anaphylactic shock no, that's when you have something you shouldn't have. Anastasia. anamorphic. Anamorphic. Morphos
0: from the <laughs> the Greek, I think. It might be the Latin for shape. I thought Morphous. it was a thing you got whining. What? Well, no, that's amorpha. anamorpha. Anamorpha. yeah. Mo- pho- yeah. yeah I'd I think it it's up. a Greek word. Anyway, for so wine. why why has why has Holbein put? symbol of death in a portrait not still life a portrait and why what's the significance of the two shelves now this is a key thing as well you've got the shelf, the shelf representing below and the shelf representing above on the shelf representing below there is a lute beautifully drawn in perspective fantastic perspective Mm -hmm. artists love drawing lutes because they're such a wonderful shape and it was
1: a challenge Oh, it's one of those funny little guitars, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, with a beautiful rounded belly. Looks like a pregnant woman. Correct, yeah. yeah. In oh, fact, no. it's
0: good you said that, because it does have an erotic symbolism as well. But in this one, it's bro- one of the strings is broken. Now, the lute is the instrument of love and harmony, and one of the strings is broken. Now, why? Tell me that, Jamie. Well,
1: because he didn't use enough wax on his string when he was playing it.
0: I think that's a very
1: petty-minded explanation. Right, Just up, what I'd much expect much. from a totally
0: uneducated <laughs> person like you. Oh,
1: well, I'm stroking my ear now. Mm-hmm.
0: Mum, why is the string broken on the lute?
1: Because
0: he's he out of love. He it's to do with the, the church. What's happening in England, Henry, the break from Rome. Oh. The break from Rome. Oh, they're kicking the shit out of the Catholics. Oh.
1: Yes. Oh, so the broken string is the Catholics' neck. <laughs> No, I
0: trust you to see it in a violent oh, way. The broken strings. It was a
1: violent era. I mean, basically <laughs> you ran around killing people. That is and true. then you became powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't quite like now, is it? Trump's <laughs> trying it. Ain't worked. Stop <laughs> weaning yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to my sister. She's got an uncontrollable bladder.
0: <laughs> that is not relevant to this talk. Oh,
1: well, it is a bit, because you're wriggling around like a madman. <laughs> well,
0: stop making me laugh. Anyway, so the broken string is a symbol of the disharmony between the church at the break between the Catholic and the Protestants. And if you look on the lower shelf, too, you will see a Lutheran hymn book with a hymn that is definitely the words from Luther, who was obviously a German reformer. Well, I'm
1: maintaining that he's related to Ostradamus, the skull is coronavirus, <laughs> the bottom shelf, very political and up to date this, <laughs> is the Medina vaccine, which could be stored at... Twenty degrees. Minus twenty. The top shelf is the Pfizer vaccine, which is minus <laughs> eighty. So it's harder to obtain to fix society. <laughs> That's my theory and I'm not budging.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you do by
1: the way it's complete bollocks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you drew draw a good parallel between that painting and what's happening? Well now. it
1: will be parallel because there's shelves. Shelves are generally parallel. Not when you put them up
0: because <laughs> you're so bad at DIY.
1: No, my shelves are still parallel, just the whole lot falls down. For <laughs> <laughs> the unit, at any point, those shelves are parallel to each other, aren't they? Don't <laughs> matter if it's 45 degrees, doesn't matter if it's zero degrees, they're still parallel to each other because the definition of the word shelves is plural of shelf. <laughs> yes well
0: we're not having an english grammar lesson we're going we're having an art history lesson if i may remind oh, you oh is that what we're doing <laughs> jesus he doesn't even know what we're supposed to be doing right, right. i'm going now see you, later, see you later. no come back we haven't finished nice. yeah. i want to tell you the meaning of the painting don't yeah, you want I'm to know me. the meaning, the meaning of life. i want to I'm I'm tra- i want to tell you the meaning of the anamorphic you shirt go, 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 go. Oh, he's gone right I'm left with you, or you're left with me, listeners, to hear the the meaning of the anamorphic skull. Now, as I said earlier, as above, so below, represented on the two shelves. Now you can only see the anamorphic skull from a certain viewpoint. In other words, it's not really part of ordinary vision. It's not really part of the ordinary world portrayed in the painting. It's part of a different perception. And so people think, including myself, that Holbein is very cleverly making the point that there are two worlds, the heavenly and the earthly, that (coughs) obey different rules. And that we need to look behind what's happening in the physical world to what's happening in the divine world. And that could be as pertinent today with the coronavirus um, as it could be then. Right, I hope you've got that. And I hope you can now relax, put your feet up, And have another cup of coffee and a chocolate biscuit. It's bye from me. See you next time.